What's up, boomers? Today on the Creator Cast, we're going to talk about the different content strategies between millennials, boomers, Gen Zers, Gen Xers, I think, or is the correct term for that? Um, I don't even know what those gens are, to be honest. Whatever Wait a minute, did you just start this with what's up, boomers? <laughs> yeah, I did. No! <laughs> what's up, Creator Cast Nation? Oops. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. Such a boomer move. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, but yeah, you're right. We're talking about content strategy for all the different generations because OK Boomer has like divided the internet. It has. Generations. It has. And doing, you know, like it, like it's huge for millennials. Yeah. I think somebody sold the OKBoomer.com, the domain, for like $10,000. That's amazing. Like day two of the trend. That's amazing. So, and you know, domains are usually like 10 bucks. Well, it's funny because, so, Chris, you and I are technically considered Gen Z. Gen Z? Yes. No, we're millennials. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I'll pull it up right now. I'm not. I technically would not be a millennial, but you definitely would be. Nope. Because 1996 is the last year that they consider for millennials. It's 1981 to 1996. I will. Okay, well, pull it up right now. I'm pulling it up. I am. Millennials. Come on. But talk to the crowd while I pull it up. But technically, I am a, I think, yeah, I think I would be Gen Z. But I was born January 18th, so, like, I'm a millennial as far as I'm concerned. What are you seeing? I can see it. What's that? Okay, 96 is millennials. I thought it was 95. You were born in 95. 94 is what I meant. There we go. Okay, so, yeah. We're both millennials. Okay, yeah. Uh, but what actually makes this episode kind of interesting is the fact that, like, for Avahi especially, I'm not really, like, marketing myself to millennials or Gen Z. I'm, like, I'm going more for boomers or older millennials. Older millennials would work Well, I would this. say that older millennials and boomers are the kind of the people who are running their own businesses right now. Right. And kind of need um, different, like, pieces of stuff. Like, they need content right now. Yeah. Though I will say, St. Louis especially is really good for young entrepreneurs. Oh yeah, I think that has been a big thing. I mean, uh, take it from me and you. There's we know a lot of different millennials who are oh in definitely different fields when it comes. But to But it's like it's like number one in the country for uh, young entrepreneurs and startups. I believe it. It's it's gonna be we're gonna be the next Silicon Valley. Great. That was totally just a flex on everybody else's city. Weird, weird flex, but okay. Uh, oh this, God, that, that term too. <laughs> this podcast is going to be so full of just audio memes. Like, True. No pictures, just straight up, just memes yeah. from my mouth to yours. Okay. <laughs> why are you? Why are you yelling into my mouth, Cody? Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. So, anyways, let's do the definition of a content strategy. Okay. Because I want to make sure that everybody's like talking about the same thing. Yes. Whenever we're talking about this. Content strategy refers to the planning, development, and management of content written or in other media. So that's social media, that's blogging, that's videos, that's TikTok, everything. And it's especially important for social media. Yeah. What? You don't like TikTok? I'm still not on the TikTok train. That's because you're a millennial. No, uh, there's some TikToks. Us Gen Zers are. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some TikToks that are funny. Uh, I just, I don't, there's just, there's too many cringy ones to for me to it's like 98 percent cringe two percent funny yeah no 96 percent cringe two percent cute dogs two percent funny fine but i still don't want to sort through the 96 percent to get to the four percent i mean it's it's a part of the journey that's what i watch it's about the journey not the destination that's why i watch the compilations on youtube that are oh those are so much worse than the actual tiktok app no no you watch the ones that are the the like TikToks that remind you of Vine, yeah. Because then you get some funny ones in there, so I only have to we- I don't have to weed through it manually. Yeah. Honestly, TikTok is the next Vine. I mean, it really is. That's where a lot of the Vine stars it's went, other than has YouTube, been. right? But okay, so yeah, like your goal with content strategy, and in case y'all haven't caught on already, this might be a lot of me like preaching to yeah Cody. True. You know about content strategy I, on like I know the about basis, content strategy. and you're gonna be able to add stuff, but. Yes. But at the same time, this is what this you is, do yeah. This full-time? is my like my domain Your forte. Yep. I mean, we've had episodes where I've talked more than you, so that's okay. Yeah. Anytime we have a video person on, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So 
first step with a content strategy is defining your social goals. And that's going to be super important because once you define your goals, then you can create the proper content for that audience. Yeah. You have to define your goals, figure out your audience, and then create content for that audience. Uh, and why that's so important on top, like the usual reasons though, is because like I'm a millennial, but again, I'm aiming for older millennials and boomers for mine versus like somebody like you're going to hate the names, but like Jake Paul or Logan Paul. Yeah. Their audience is going to be like Gen Z essentially. Well, yeah, that's, that's, so it's kind of a different thing. That's kind of what, yeah, uh, you, you pick that market that you're going to value your content to. So like, like you said, like the Paul brothers, there's a lot of people who are shooting on YouTube for that lower Gen Z or not Gen Z, Gen X or whatever the people who were like, yeah, under 15 or right know. it's like 13 to 15 year olds that yeah. they really aim for 13 to you know 16 yeah uh, side note um did you hear about the whole youtube thing yeah the kappa yeah the act yeah with the whole it's kind of interesting but i don't know enough about it to really... i feel like that plays into this a little bit it does so if you guys don't know what we're talking about do you want to you can define um, it i don't know a whole lot about it it's just the fact that um people were pretty much putting ads in their videos and not marketing them as ads and so when kids were watching them and stuff like that they weren't knowing that they were getting convinced to like buy a product or like it was like really subliminal well okay no you're wrong on that okay well correct you're me. straight up wrong sorry okay that's fine good job though that's, I, I told you from I'm the beginning I'm I'm just just said, i don't know i'm just giving you crap uh so okay so the cop act is specifically about youtube and collecting cookies so YouTube does personalized ads and they leave a cookie on your, you know, in your browser. Sure. To track what you're doing. Why would you and ask me if to explain it when you clearly know how to explain it better? Because you sounded like you knew it. So I was going to nope. give you a chance. I want to let you talk. Okay. But so YouTube was oh, putting you have those to Let me talk. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Is that how this, <laughs> is that how this podcast is going to go? I'm sorry. I'll shut uh, up now. So YouTube was putting cookies on the browser and they were using identifiable uh, information. Mm -hmm. You can't do that for kids under 13. That's why there's the YouTube Kids app, right? Uh, I don't know if that's actually what they were using it for. I've never been on the Kids app, like so I don't the, know I if think they like the YouTube Kids app. There's no well, ads at all out yeah, on see, it. Yeah, see, I didn't know about. I don't know. I didn't know about that. I just knew that they didn't. You know, it was kid-friendly stuff. Yeah, but I think they got fined either way because, or they did get fined. Because they were tracking people, and there were a lot of kids under 13 who were getting tracked, and without getting the parental consent. So, Facebook, like, Facebook, you know, if you join Facebook, you have to be 13 to join. Mm -hmm. So, it's completely safe. Like, they don't, Facebook doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Because they can track you as long as you want, and nobody cares. Yeah, but... But YouTube was tracking little kids, because you don't need to make an account, and... The kids yeah. were making, you know, unless you're watching over 18 content, yeah. which wasn't getting monetized anyway. Well, you're right. So if you're making kid uh, content for kids or you have like a younger demographic, yeah, then your videos are now going to, you're going to have to like turn on, if you market uh, kid friendly, you won't be able to use comments. You won't be able to have ads or monetize and something else. But... Hmm. It's kind of interesting because it's going to be weird to see where YouTube goes with this. Yeah. I think they're like their safest bet would be to create accounts and make it so that you have to have accounts. Well, yeah, that would and make sense. And then if you don't have an account, it'd have to be like ad-free essentially. Well, yeah. Because well, So what happens to the people who already have accounts? Uh, what do you mean? So like um, I guess what I'm getting at is I thought there was something in place where you had to have an account and be over 13, just like Facebook. If you sign up, you're saying that you're over 13. Okay. But you can watch YouTube videos without being signed in. Yeah. So that's where the, that's where the issue comes in. So if they made it so that you, you have had to, to you sign have to in. sign no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Like if the only way to watch it was to be signed into your account, then everything would be safe because, you know, if a kid under 13 is watching – then they're saying 
they got their cons- like parent parental consent. Like it's the kid's fault at that point. Yeah. Versus, r- yeah. Right now, I can send you any video, and you're gonna be able to watch it. Yeah. So, do you ever uh, watch videos in Google so they don't show up on your history? No, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, like if you watch, if you go to like your Google browser, I'll watch like how to if like if I'm like how to fix like a car part. I'll watch it in my Google browser. So then when it goes to my actual like uh, my actual YouTube app, I don't get like a million like, oh, since you watched how to fix a headlight on your car, <laughs> you would like how to fix the, the rear view mirror or yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know? I mean, that makes sense. Uh, that's something I do. Now that I think about it, that's usually how I watch those videos. I'll just watch them in the browser because I Google it first and then exactly. click through You're it. already there. And but. But I've never, I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. Sometimes they get random car videos, and I assume that was why, but I guess uh, not. Well, no. Uh, like Chris Fix. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, he got a cool Hummer. Oh, well, but still, yeah. That's probably why it popped up. No, but you can do that so it doesn't, because you don't have to sign in. So then you don't have to, you know, yeah. doesn't get logged into your history of being like, oh, you like how to sew a button on your pants? Here's four other videos of how to do other stupid shit. I mean, it's not. Don't stupid. you always need to know that? I mean, yeah, but like at the same. Once time, you've learned the traditional button sewing, then you can start doing cross stitching. Sure, yeah, but I don't want to come against a freaking what how how to hem my pants right after a Peter McKinnon video on autoplay. <laughs> like, I mean, sometimes you just need to hem your pants, man. Whatever. Anyway, continue. maybe it'll remind you. That you need to hem those pants. No, just continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. So, the next part that I want to talk about was, like, what platforms are for who? Okay. Because there's... So, I, like, as part of my content strategy, I focus a lot on LinkedIn and... Or I will be when I start doing more content in January again. Yeah. I'll be focusing on LinkedIn and then this podcast... And YouTube. Those will be my three. But they all kind of had different, like, reasons. Well, yeah. But so LinkedIn's, like, boomerland. Like, for real. There's so many millennial, like, so many people that I talk to, like, who just graduated college who, like, have either don't have a LinkedIn at all or they only made a LinkedIn because they had to for their college class and they don't know what they're actually going to do with it. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. Did you remember when... uh when like the big thing was like only my mom uses Facebook, yeah, that's still relevant. Yeah, I I use Facebook the most uh, of all my things. I use Facebook the most. Yeah, I think I use Facebook. The people who do use Facebook use Facebook a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot of people who like check it once every couple of months. Oh, I well, mean, okay, that check it once every couple of months. Yes, but like. They're not checking it once a day and then just going on to whatever. Like, oh. if you're on... Is that what you do? Yeah. I'm really surprised, but, like, I feel like... Well, I'm, like, 50-50. I don't even turn my notifications on, and I'm in the app all this freaking time. I, I usually... Uh, I live on Instagram and Snapchat. Okay. Um, That's funny. So you're going more towards the Gen Z tendencies, and I'm going more towards the millennial tendencies. I mean, I'm on Facebook because you know better than anyone i'm on like buy sell trade all the time yeah true so like i'll like get through and like sometimes i'll just sit there and i'll scroll for like a little bit and be fine i'll look at some memes that like friends shared and stuff but then like i'll hop on instagram and i like just looking at like the photos better and Fair stories enough. and all that kind of stuff but that's like that and i've kind of gotten like a little into twitter but oh really yeah Twitter's a weird one so like, because yeah. Instagram's definitely like younger ages. It seems yeah. like. Um, I find that's really the millennial one. I find the edgier memes on Twitter. On Twitter, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, because there's not a a rated like a. Yeah, they don't have age ratings no. or anything, and they don't post anything, anything. Yeah, they don't care. They do not care. So that's why it's like the edgier memes live on. T- uh, <laughs> I almost said Tinder. <laughs> Twitter. There probably are some edgy memes on Tinder. Uh, probably. But, yeah. Like, I feel like there's different apps or different apps for different, like, generations for sure. 
Like, so okay. So who do you put in the boomer category? The boomer category, uh, probably Facebook. I would say, um, I would say Twitter's fifty fifty. Twitter is yeah. Like, like I said, Twitter's a weird one. Like it's either like definitely millennial. I feel like a little bit of everybody kind of goes into Twitter. I feel like it's mostly people like after college age. Yeah, or college aged. I feel like it, I feel like at least all the people I follow, it's like, like they that, are just starting their career. That like eighteen or they're to like five age in range. the f- like full like Twitter almost seems more job related than other like it's not job related like LinkedIn is like obviously LinkedIn's everything yeah. job related, but Twitter it's like people who are just getting into a career and then people who have like established their career. Yeah, and then that's pretty much the range. But I'm also mostly on like design Twitter, so that's mostly what I see too. Also, yeah, yeah I'm so on, it could be different depending. On I'm on, on the more meme Twitter. Okay, so, so you probably see different stuff too. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, what what's your what are your thoughts on YouTube? Like, where do you think YouTube is? YouTube, I think YouTube's kind of also all over the place. It is. Depends I, on. I mean, I don't like like. I don't see my parents going on YouTube very often. They're not following somebody on YouTube. I'll agree. They'll look at videos because I it's a good platform for like information. I think there's people who. I I think it's definitely a millennial platform. Yeah. There's there's people or on there. younger. There's a lot of younger people on YouTube. That's true. I I think there's a lot of people making content for boomers though. Yeah. Like um. I would say boomer content on YouTube would be kind of more like <laughs> boomer content. <laughs> I mean, do you know like um Metro that booming on the track <laughs> that um Alfonso guy? It who, sounds familiar. Who reacts to the f- funny videos? No, hold on. I'll you'll you'll probably know him as soon as I pull him up. Um, so let me. So there's yeah. I mean, there's. I don't know. I feel like. Millennials are on YouTube and Instagram. Gen Xers are YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. And then boomers are like Facebook and LinkedIn. That's what I have as my personal thoughts on the split. Yeah, okay. Uh, Alonzo Lerone. This guy. Can we show this on the podcast video? By the way, while he's showing me this video, I'm gonna turn uh, the volume down so we can't show. But we probably put a picture of him. But that you, guy. oh yeah, okay. I always see his stuff on Facebook. Exactly. This is boomer content. At least I think. Really? I think so. I watch it. I don't think it's funny. I don't think his stuff is funny. I think the slips are fu- like what he does is funny. What he's showing is funny. Yes, I agree. But his commentary, that I feel like that style. Yeah, that makes sense. Because to me, I feel like, you know, I can just look at the picture and be like, yeah, that's funny. But, like, I feel like boomers are like, oh, They well. need their memes explained. Yes. Know your meme. Know your meme, yeah. They don't even know what that is. <laughs> that's a meme in itself. Exactly. Uh, what were you saying, though? Memeception. I don't even know what I was saying. That's where I have the split. Uh, marketing for you that like both sides completely different. Yeah. And you need to kind of figure out your audience, like figure out your goals. Yeah. Cause like if you want to be an entertainer, like your whole thing is like, I want to be entertaining and yeah, you know, an actor or whatever, or like skit comedy. Yeah. You're going for younger kids. Yeah. It's so like David Dobrik. David Dobrik has like edgier content, but it's still aimed at kids. Yeah. Like 14 year olds right 14 15 16 17 early middle school to high school i mean it still resonates with like millennials like i still like it yeah i don't I guess mind I am technically it. gen z or gen x i don't know what i mean is. sometimes i do think it's a little too like crazy i mean yeah some of it has to be yeah because youtube also now has that rule where like if you're doing something that can be easily easily uh reproduced and is like dangerous, then they'll take it down because it's like they're worried about kids doing it, trying yeah, to do it. That makes sense. So his content got crazier because of that rule almost. Yeah. 
because he had to all the like fun stuff that was easily reproducible yeah his videos would just get well most of his stuff gets demonetized anyway yeah but he's the fastest growing creator i think right now because he gets like 20 million views a video i believe it what do you what do you think like the tech side of youtube where do you think that fits in the tech side of youtube that's like millennials yeah i think millennials like gen like I, st- I don't like referring to them as Gen X or Gen Z because I don't know what they actually are. It's so like under millennials, the younger than millennials are growing up with this tech anyway, and I don't think they're that interested. Like not in the reviews and stuff. Okay, hold on. Time out. So just just to set this straight, um, so it's boomers – Gen X, Millennials, and that's as far as I've gotten so far. And then Gen Z, I believe. Where's Gen Y? I think it's Gen Y. Um, okay. Unless Gen Y is so Millennials. Baby Boom. Oh, why is this JPEG? Like, the I really w- should have had all this in my notes, to be honest. I thought I did. Literally every JPEG I click on is like so small, and I can't <laughs> read it. Okay, so um Okay, we're getting there. Okay. It's funny that this episode is simultaneously our least prepared for episode and our most prepared. Yeah. Like I have like a page of notes for this. Okay. So boomers are born between 44 and 64. Okay. Gen X is 65 through 79. Okay. Millennials are 80 to 96. See, this picture says 94. That's fine. But let's do 80, 81 to 96 or okay, 80 to 96. Sure. And then That's Gen fine. Z is between 96 and 2015. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. So, YouTube, tech YouTube, I feel like is millennials like through and through almost. Yeah. I don't think Gen Z is old enough yet to really. I mean, I guess I'm Gen Z. But, like, I didn't care at 16 really about tech that much. Yeah. I knew that I cared a lot about photography gear. Yeah. But, I don't know. You don't, like, you don't care as much because you don't have enough money to actually have it matter, I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like there's enough people who are doing, well, at least in that time, who were doing DIY stuff. Yeah, but DIY is not tech. That's a different. Yeah, but it's DIY tech. Zach Jerry rigs everything. I don't think that's tech as much i feel like that's a different type of i mean he does a lot of tech stuff but he kind of has like two sides of his channel yeah but then there's people who are like indie mogul who who indie mogul it's like filmmaking oh and like film well that's in its own niche anyway that's true it's like when did you get into filmmaking uh like right at the end of like high school yeah so that was like 18 gen z still wouldn't really be yeah, that makes sense. They kind of are. They're still in college, but they're like like Gen, most of Gen Z is like high school aged. Yeah, so I don't know if they really fit as much. And I didn't start to get into like photo stuff until junior year of high school, senior year. Yeah, uh, when I didn't have any friends and just sat there and watched Fronos yeah. photos all day. He's long. still one of like I wouldn't say my least favorite because there's a lot of YouTubers I don't like, but he's. Definitely, like... Useful? He knows what he's talking about. Right. I just don't like the way he presents his information. Yeah, he's got he's got a weird way to present it. He's very... He's kind of aggressive with his stuff, too. Yeah. He's loud and aggressive. It's, but I like it, because he, know, he knows what he's talking uh, about. 100%. I don't, and he can back up everything he's talking about. Yeah. So he kind of, like, gets a pass in that sense. Yeah. I'll... You know... Yeah, it's just sometimes I just can't watch his videos. I'm like, dude, I can't. But I think his age, like what he aims for now, has gotten younger too. I agree. Because his stuff's a lot more like clickbaity now. Yeah. And he's trying to like get into that tech world. Well, yeah. Because YouTube's changed. Yeah, it has. And I think with the U- like YouTube changing, the younger kids are what's really powering like ads and stuff, like yeah. high school aged. So that's where you know you have to be clickbaity. You have to be kind of interesting with it yeah well, i think that's where he fits in 
So speaking of clickbaiting then too, you remember when that used to be like an all-time high for yeah. like social media and stuff? I think it still is. Yeah, but I don't you, think it's dropped. Okay, but it used to be way worse. Yeah. People posting like booty <laughs> like Well, that's still that's that's TikTok. It is TikTok. I mean, YouTube's cracked down on it for sure. Yeah. But so I guess the real kind of to the next point. Uh so how would you say that us I'm I mean you're essentially a millennial. Yeah. How would you consider me and you or people of our like what we're doing? How would you think how do we market our concepts and our content toward boomers? Like what do you do? Towards boomers? Yeah. So said, where are you your doing? target our audience? Oh, okay. So like so like for me as a design service based business. Yeah. Uh, like I said, my focus is LinkedIn, uh, YouTube and this podcast. Yeah. And this podcast actually still gets like boomers. Like boomers are still interested in it because of like radio shows. Yeah. I don't know what our actual demographic is, but Sorry, podcasts boomers. in general are kind of boomer based. Like Yeah. And they were becoming big with the iPod, which was really before most millennials times anyway. That's true. It's also Gen X based. So it's kind of Gen X and Boomer. We can also thank the lead boomer f- of podcasting for all of all of Who's the lead boomer? Joe Rogan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mo- boomers are hard cuz I guess they're more like Gen X boomers now. Yeah, like well, younger oh. boomers and then well, Gen like, X. How old are your parents? Like when were they born? The, my dad was born in 52. So, so he's a boomer. Your dad's a boomer. Is your mom a boomer? Or wait, no, he was born in 57, she was 62, sorry. I so they're still mixed. boomers. Yeah, they're both boomers. See, my parents are Gen X. Right. Because my parents were born in 73. So I think of my parents when I think boomers. My dad's a boomer. Even though Most of what I'm talking about is probably like Gen, Gen X. Gen X, yeah. My, my dad is 100% a boomer. Well. You can't argue <laughs> with once a boomer, always a boomer. But so yeah, if you want to get to the boomers and Gen X, so like older, older millennials, older Gen X, older boom or younger boomers, younger boomers, kind of the people who are really running businesses right now, essentially. Yeah, it's LinkedIn. Yeah, and that's that's the main focus. And LinkedIn's really gotten like it's gotten quite a bit bigger recently. So I'll I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I don't understand what LinkedIn does. LinkedIn it's probably not good for me. So I, LinkedIn was originally just a like job board. Yeah. So like you posted if you if you needed somebody to work on it, you know, your profile had your resume and then it was jobs. You posted if you had a job and your profile would fit with it or whatever. Okay. Kind of like Indeed is now. Yeah. To where you can just like quickly apply. But now it's like it's a social media and you're getting a lot of really good organic traffic. Something that Facebook and Instagram do not have anymore. And Twitter. Uh, Twitter is still organic a lot. But Facebook and Instagram have really like cut back on organic con- uh, organic traffic lately. Yeah, how so? Well, Facebook always has. Like they've been, it's pay to play on Facebook as a business. Yeah, thanks. And so. then uh, Instagram, I don't know if you've, you haven't been on Instagram recently, but a lot of people have been complaining about their numbers dropping like by a quarter to a half. Oh, really? Recently, because f- they changed their algorithm, and now it's a pay-to-play platform also. So them getting rid of their likes will actually, I think, help the platform because of that. Yeah. So people will just be providing like good content anyway, even though less people are going to see it. Um, if you want to get to those Gen Xers and Boomers, professional content is the way to go. Yeah. Uh you're not going to get them get to them with like a David Dobrik style video. Yeah, that's true. But teaching them something, telling them how they could be doing something better, like not telling them but like teaching them how to do something better. Yeah. Um providing value in that sense is going to be the way to get to them. Yeah. And so like that's the goal of like the YouTube and LinkedIn is like blogs. Um I plan on cross-posting blogs to LinkedIn in my site. Okay. And that's kind of my goal with that. But then, like, part of Avahi, too, like, with this podcast and the channel is, like, how-tos and, like, teaching stuff to 
Like we're not teaching stuff to somebody looking for a social media person right now. Yeah. We're teaching stuff to younger viewers who are trying to get into social media. Yeah, sure. Like trying to build up a business possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, or younger creators trying to build up their create creations. 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 Like, like zombies. Creatine. Um, so that content will be like very how-to technical content. Yeah. And this is like we're chatting and like it's a little bit of technical knowledge just like right now mm-hmm. and then chatting. So that goes more towards the younger generations. Yeah. What do you think? This is kind of a side note. This is just a question I was thinking of. That's fine. What do you think as of 2019 is an appropriate age to start a business? As of 2019, what's an appropriate age? I don't think there is an appropriate age. I mean... Well, because I know people are like always, you know, with we kind of we're talking about like young entrepreneurs and stuff like that. I think people from like 18 to 21. Yeah. Try to start businesses and they just waste their money because they don't understand the market. They don't understand what they're actually. Well, how do you feel about people even younger than that starting businesses? They generally don't understand. I mean, if you have a good idea that actually like fits with the market. Yeah. But. The businesses like that are generally like a shot in the dark. They don't yeah. actually understand the market. They just see, manage to come up with something that fits yeah. in the market. I always see the like... I don't understand the market. Like In the past like six months, I've drastically changed how I view like the market and like how I can see and like how I'm positioning myself within yeah. that market. Because until you're like out of college or like out of like you're in the real world working with real clients and working with real people. Mm-hmm. You just don't see like, you're not going to learn this at Starbucks you're working right. at Starbucks. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. So you kind of need like that perfect, you know? Yeah. I always see like the, <clears throat> cause we're part of like the Facebook groups and stuff with like, like no small creator and stuff. I always see yeah. people who are competent on there. Like I'm 14 and I <laughs> want to start my photography business and like stuff like that. And I just think that like, so photography, like photography, is a little bit different. I mean yeah. that that because a lot of the stuff that they talk about when they want to start their photography business isn't like commercial stuff or like I mean it's, maybe portraits. It's usually portraits. Yeah, everybody gets in the portraits first. I feel like it's that's the first the like category, to, right? Uh, portraits and landscape photography is the easiest thing to get into, right? Because you to ask your well, buddy, and portraits is super easy to get money off of. Landscape, not so much. Well, yeah, I'll agree with you there. But you know, everybody gets a camera like, oh, I'm gonna go take pictures of everything. Yeah, no, I get that. You know, but so I mean, that's fine. But you're, I don't want to be like discouraging. Well, no, it's I'm worried that this could be discouraging because like if you understand what you're doing and you want to go out there and you really think you can do it, then go for it. Who am I to tell you not to like start a business? Sure. But the there are a lot of people like I had like seven businesses. I wanted to start so many clothing companies and start so many like things. Did you clothing really? company. Yeah. There was color. There was deviant. I had shirts for deviant BMX. Okay. Um, color deviant. What else was there? I wanted to do something with like Plan Nine for one, but I don't remember the name. Plan but I had like a whole bunch of them. That's deviant. a relic now. Yeah, that that's the Saint Louis skate park for y'all. Plan Nine, man. But so like I was BMX based, and so like it was all about like the small brands, like building up like frames and parts and stuff. Yeah. And so I wanted to be one of those. I start like I tried to turn Deviant into a seat company. And then I was like, oh, it's clothing, and then it's media, and then it's blah, 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 blah. So. I didn't have any of that kind of stuff. I I put a bunch of money into a bunch of different little things that, I mean, it's fun to, t- like, test out. You're not going to learn. St- you know, you got to fail a little well, you bit. you actually put money into these small businesses? Not a ton of them. Not a ton of money. Like, how much money? I don't know. Like, like, I, like I got shirts, yeah. Okay. Like, I got some shirts for Deviant. Um, I had sweat sweaters for Deviant that I made with like the, it, it wasn't just as iron-ons, I think. Yeah. And then I tried screen printing. I tried getting into screen printing because of it and bought, I think I bought some screens that I probably d- wouldn't have ever now anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I definitely bought like a DIY screen printing kit mm-hmm. and then didn't like, it was a cheap one off like 
eBay that was like China based and didn't actually come with all the needed stuff. Oh, it was just like so I just cheap, gave up. cheap, cheap. Yeah, but so I don't know if you should definitely try, but don't put all of your like stuff into your business until you've kind of don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, until you can like kind of see stuff. That makes sense. Because like I graduate, you know. I, when I started Avahi, that was in January. Mm-hmm. If I would have like left my job then to do it, I would have immediately failed. Yeah, I would have failed so quickly. It took about seven months before I started really getting Av- any new work. Avahi's been longer than January. Uh, sorry, yeah, it's been two years. Yeah, as I say, it's been a while. So it was a year while I was in college. A year. Or in a year and seven months before I started like really like understanding what was going on. Like I had had clients, but I didn't get why I was like getting clients or like I didn't fully have like processes down or stuff like that. Yeah. And like understanding what the value I actually brought to those clients uh-huh. other than, oh, I can make a logo. Yeah. So I didn't really understand my positioning and stuff. That makes sense. And that only happened because I had to like figure it out really quickly because i had expenses that needed to be paid by it well yeah and so it's super quickly like i learned really quickly and i I tend to learn quickly that's a whole nother thing about it no that's not i didn't that's why i tried to cut it off halfway it's a joke it's a joke i tried to cut it off halfway because i was like oh that's bragging nope not me okay guys sorry about that little break uh we goofed we goofed batteries were dead but we're back we're talking about right. content strategy, Yee. which you remember because this is going to be cut directly after that, <laughs> and you did not miss anything yeah. um, yet. So what we're talking about, how young should you be when you start a business? Start businesses early, yeah, but don't put all your eggs into the basket. Mm-hmm. That's, what I'm, that's, that's my official answer. Uh, Ten minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's an interesting, because like... I don't know. There's a lot of kids who want to start like photography businesses and it's like you have no clue what's actually and well, you're going to yeah. end up and the biggest thing is if you're not old enough to figure out how to like file your LLC, don't get a, don't start a business. True. You're going to end up getting sued and lose your parents' house because you screwed up a photo shoot. Yeah. So that's my that's my official take, Cody. Cut it there. What's our next one? No, no. <laughs> what's our what's our next uh what were we talking about? Content strategy, uh, yeah, millennials. We've kind of been all over the place a little bit. To kind of bring it all back together, find your audience, or no, 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 define your goals with your goals, define your audience, okay, and then start creating content for that audience. Yes, millennials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube ish, have YouTube, yeah, uh, boomers. Would oh. be like LinkedIn and YouTube and uh, Facebook. Yeah. And YouTube's kind of iffy. Yeah. I don't fully agree on YouTube, but you d- you you think so. So I'll give it to you. So wait, we didn't even talk about the Gen Z. What platforms do we think they... Yeah, by the way, everything that we said earlier with Gen X it was actually Gen Z, so... No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we flipped it. Yeah, we had a mix. Oh, up. you're right, you're right, right. Yeah, so Gen Z are the people. Gen Z's are the younger ones from from 1996 and Ish, younger. Yeah. So they're they're like high school, college age right now. Yeah. Uh, they are honestly YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok is what I have. Yeah, I'll TikTok agree. TikTok is huge for Gen X, and I think if you are not on TikTok yet and you want to be like into um like creative content or like uh uh like entertainment based you yeah. need to get on TikTok. I think Snapchat lives right in there too. Oh yeah, Snapchat, sorry, yeah, Snapchat. I forgot about Snapchat. I think they're completely irrelevant to be honest. There's I mean, not that many people on it and it's not a good platform to I think, sell on. Oh, I agree. Ads for Snapchat are different. Well, yeah, I think that's where the Do thing you is. get ads like on your regular Snapchat or yeah. do you still have to be swiped over to the other one? What do you mean? I don't think I've ever seen an ad on Snapchat because I don't go to the other side. Like, you know, there's like the story side. W- yeah. 
Oh. You can see your stories from friends on that, uh, like your normal yeah, personal no. page. No, you don't. It's okay. Only, it's only on the, if you swipe to the other side. So really, I don't think any of the ads or anything makes any sense yeah. for Snapchat. But I feel like if you are an entertainer. If you're an entertainer, it's a good way to get people like interested. Yeah. Uh, there are Snapchat shows too, but I don't think there's that many people who are using the other way. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. If you guys have like information about that, I would love to hear it. Yeah. But everything that I saw as a business trying to create stuff for Snapchat was it was a waste of my time for two and a half years. Yeah, I mean, you I, you can't build up a, a huge. I mean, you can, you can build up an audience on Snapchat. I mean, that's how Shonduras started. Yeah, it but, was all Snapchat, but that, I don't think that opportunity is there anymore. I think it is to a degree, but not if you're. I think selling. when Kylie Jenner said that Snapchat was dead, Snapchat was dead. Oh, I didn't know she said that. She said Snapchat was dead, and Snapchat stock dropped like ten percent, or fifty percent, or something. And Snapchat was like, "Please issue an apology. Please don't do this to us." Oh, I didn't know that because it was a death sentence. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I'm more aggressive in the second half now. Yeah. I feel like I feel a little bit more like on edge, yeah. ready to go. Uh, so, y- you texted me about two weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago, maybe about saying how you really wanted to get into the whole TikTok. Yeah, and I never did community. You never did. No, but explain a, a little bit more why that it would be important to do that. Or so, why you think it would be important to do that? I think it's important because TikTok's the new thing. We're not sure where it's going to go, but there's a lot of people who are on TikTok and there's not a lot of content being made. There's not a lot of good content on TikTok, as you know. 94% is e-girls. Yeah. Or e-girls and cringe. Uh, don't forget e-boys. E-boys, yeah, that the too. this thing. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I'll send you a video. <laughs> but e-boys do this weird, like, thing. They oh. roll their eyes back and, like, touch their temple. It's really demonic and weird. <laughs> I have a funny video to send you too. That is, uh, but my favorite thing on TikTok is the ones that have like zero likes and zero comments, like brand new content. It seems like a real like intimate view into the world as it is now. Oh, really? Yeah. Because like these people are trying to be on TikTok, but aren't creating good content. So like, what are they doing? Being dumb. It's just it's interesting stuff. Um, the other reason to be on tick, or I think I kind of, I think I said the main thing, like there's not a lot of good content creators on TikTok yet. Yeah. So people are looking for good content and they, there's still not niches on TikTok yet. Yeah, really. Well, you got to remember too, TikTok started as musically. Yeah. And it's still very much based on the fact of lip syncing, lip syncing. Yeah. Yeah. But. It's not being used for that anymore. Like, there's, it's going to get away from that, I feel like. Yeah. It's going to be a lot more Vine and skit based, I feel like. That's true. Like, it's going to be skit based. I think it's going to be short snippets. It's like Gary Vee's been using it very successfully. I mean, it's Gary Vee, so he already had an audience, but. Yeah, I mean, they just followed him over. Right. And that's how it is with most. But, you know, he was doing it all on. Or he he started posting short videos on TikTok, and yeah. it works. Same thing like Instagram Stories. So, I think it's just a good place to be for Gen Zs, Gen Z, Gen Z, as you would say down under. Um, yeah, it's it's, dude, the whole the whole. There's so much stuff with this, and everything I'm saying he too is like controversial. Yeah, it the you could go a hundred different ways. There's somebody right now yelling at me at home like, this fucking stupid dude doesn't know anything about social media. Yeah, it, the the world is such in a weird place right now. Yeah, like well, and everything's transitioning. Yeah, all of these platforms like Facebook and like Instagram are starting to become like mature platforms. And the thing is, is that mature platforms, we haven't had that before. Yeah. Like, MySpace started to get mature, and then it flipped. Yeah, it was like, hey, so we don't what? know we, what, like music we don't now. know what's going on. Yeah. Well, everybody left it for Facebook. Well, yeah. So, like, we don't know what the future of 
social media is going to be like because Facebook's too big to fail at this point. I feel like if if Facebook were to fail, they would be back with something sooner than later. Maybe. I don't think they could fail. I don't think they would let anything get big enough to because they bought WhatsApp. They bought Instagram. When it, Instagram would have been the one that took down Facebook. Yeah, and then they bought 100%. It. Uh-huh. And the yeah. Instagram people sold it to Facebook. So, Which was a rookie mistake. And look at this. I, I mean, they're billionaires. So I don't know if they're... Did you, when did you take your hat off? Like a second ago. Oh. Sorry, I got like an alfalfa, people. The- you can see it if you go to the video on YouTube. Oh, shameless plug. Um... But yeah, it's a very scary world we live in when it comes to <laughs> social media and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, True. I mean, I mean, well, we are like, you know, again with Facebook, we don't know how to like police it either. Well, yeah, we don't. I mean, Facebook is still taking our information. Yeah, it's still doing stuff like that. I mean, to be fair, we always knew that. The problem wasn't that they were taking the information. The problem was that they a third party sold. It. Well, yeah. Facebook could sell it to anybody they want, and nobody batted their eyes. A third party did what Facebook was doing, and everybody was like, oh, shit. What's going on? Yeah, true. I don't know the Cambridge Analytica scandal enough to actually I say what either. happened. But. Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, yeah. One big thing to think about, too, is that the like the way that you market yourself has nothing to do with your actual age. True. So I have Jason Nash as an example on here. He does a lot of stuff with David Dobrik. Yep. He would be a Gen X or maybe even a boomer. Uh, He'd be like young boomer if if he is, but I I think he's Gen X. I bet he's Gen X. Yeah. I would say probably Gen X, but again, possibly boomer. And he needs to focus on Gen Z platforms. He needs to be on TikTok. He is on TikTok. You know, YouTube, that stuff. I don't like his content. Uh, I only watch him with David. Dover, yeah, so I, I don't know what else. I don't mind David's. Uh, David can be in, like we said. Uh, he can be in a little bit of an extreme sometimes. And that's yeah. where I don't. I tend not. I don't like, I like his. I like his really thought out pranks. Like, did you see the one with Jonah and the movie contract? No. You need to watch that one. It's hilarious. See, there's people who I'm just not a fan of that he hangs out with. Yeah. Jason Nash being one of them. Jonah being one of them. Really. Yeah, I just find he, I don't know, he annoying. he plays the dumb fat guy. True, and he could. I don't know if he plays it. I think he is the dumb fat guy. I mean, yeah, but I think he plays it up for the camera a little bit. I don't like the guy who cuts hair too, Jeff. Oh, I love Jeff. Jeff pisses me off. He's dumb. My name's Jeff. Yeah, but still, there we go. There's a good audio meme. It's been a while. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been like a good twenty minutes. Um, my name's Jeff. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that sidetracked. There was a recent meme. <laughs> it, was, it was like behind the scenes facts. That scene with Shaning Tatum was actually not supposed to be in the film. He was responding to a uh, crew member who asked him who the guy who didn't kill himself was. <laughs> My name's Chad. <laughs> wow. Okay, this that's this a, is all off. That was so good. Epstein meme. Come on. That was. I just thought about it and I died. That's so good. I think we need to wrap this up. We do. We got so off topic with this. This was interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a weird. There's a lot of good nuggets of information, but it is not yep. full of information like I expected. You gotta like search for it a little be. bit, but that's okay. That's how it is sometimes. It be like that sometimes. Okay, let me give a full. 100% breakdown. Okay. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing the. No, never mind. What? I lied. We're going to cut it here. What? So what did we talk about today? Uh, what did we talk about? We talked about why you need to be using different strategies for different groups. Yes. So again, define or uh, set your goals. Yep. Define your audience. Mm-hmm. Create content for that audience. Yes. Don't worry about your age. Worry about your audience's age. Worry about the boomers. And... You know, diversify your content in a way that you can bring up people from one way, like one thing to another. Yes. So, like, part of why I'm doing the YouTube videos 
with like how to's and stuff is because eventually those people, or it could be, you know, younger entrepreneurs who don't have the money right now looking for ways to do it that then turn into older entrepreneurs who do have the money to hire somebody. And they're like, Hey, I've been watching this dude's videos for the last three years. Yeah. Let me hire him. That'd be cool. So, you know, plan out your content strategy to include that too. Yes. Because everybody's getting older, so eventually they're going to hop out of a career. Yeah, that's true. They're going to retire. They're going to take our jobs. Yeah. (laughs) This was a fun, interesting episode. It was a weird episode, man. Um, But other than that, um, hopefully we'll have a guest on soon, and it won't be just me and Chris talking BS. I'm just kidding. Was well, we probably won't have guests on until after the new year, to be honest. Yeah. Because, the, the, you know, we're doing this right before Thanksgiving, so. True. These uh, next three weeks are going to be busy, busy, busy. Yes. If you're hearing this now, happy holidays, uh, wherever you're from. They're probably hearing this at, like, Christmas. <laughs> uh, happy holidays. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Happy works. holidays. That still yeah. fits. Um, if you want to hear more from us or want to uh get in contact with us we have our instagram page which is creator cast ig right no at creator cast pod oh there you but go i actually like the creator cast ig i should have done that Ooh. god why didn't you tell me uh sorry so Anyways, so yeah creator cast pod on instagram and if you want to be on the show uh creator cast out of com is the email address yeah give us some topics give us some ideas come talk with us come chat with us come make us look even more dumb than we already are so yep. you can also leave voice messages on anchor.fm slash creator cast yes if you want to do that um you know if there's a topic that you want leave a voice message we'll play it and then we'll you know talk about the, that topic uh-huh. that could be a lot of fun like we said if you want to talk about that topic with us uh, just let us know and we'll maybe make it we'll happen. St- maybe we'll stop with the notes and just like pick one topic and just go for it and see what happens. That might be a good idea. Because let's be real. We did all these notes and it did not work. <laughs> True. All right. Well, but you okay. Know, you know where to find us on socials. Uh, At I am Chris Reisner and Cody. Briner. You beat me to it because I was going to yep. say mine first. You butthole. And bye. Bye.